Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. June's Journey is a hidden object mystery game with a captivating detective story taking you back to the glamour of the 1920s with a diverse cast of characters. And if you know me, you know I love the 20s era. Engage your sense of observation to find hidden clues. Search for hidden objects from the parlors of New York to the sidewalks of Paris and uncover a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. We're all here because we love drama and thrills, right? Well, this game has the perfect twists and turns to keep your brain asking, what happened here? You can chat and play with or against others by joining a detective club. Can you crack the case? Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Beyond the Blinds. As always, it's me, Kelly Williams. And Troy McKee And this week, we're not doing any pop culture. We are diving right into it. Matt Lauer. <laughs> Obviously, everybody knows what's going on with GMA, but Troy and I were kind of going back and forth and we were like, it's Matt Lauer's time. And we wanted to do this episode for a long time. Like we've been talking about Matt, especially because we both watched the morning show. So we, you know, we've been wanting to do Matt for a while and it just feels, it feels like the right time. Like, I feel like any GMA scandal, any morning talk show scandal is like derives from Matt Lauer. Like there's Matt and then there's everybody else. I completely agree. And much like the Trey Songs episode, this is a very trigger warning heavy episode. There is a lot of sexual assault, sexual violence, stuff like that coming up. So we just want to give you that heads up at the top of the episode. With that, Troy, what are your Matt Lauer thoughts? How about previously, before the scandal? Before the scandal, I honestly, I like didn't really think much about Matt Lauer. I liked the show and I liked the kid. Like I was one of those people that would like randomly catch the show. And I was always interested in the chemistry dynamics between everybody because you could feel tension Mm -hmm. And that's one of the things I love about morning shows is like, it's so fake, but like you can feel when there's like tension going on or like you can just feel it. And I don't know. I just always thought Matt was like also a creep. Interesting. Okay. And it just shocked me that nobody ever really made a big deal about the way he interviewed women. Like, to be honest, I've been wanting to throw bows with Matt Lauer since he interviewed Britney Spears. Okay. Like, I just think that he is, he's always been a creep with women. Like any interview you watch with him and like a gorgeous woman is like a lot. But I don't know. What do do you think of him? I mean, getting ready for school every day of like elementary and middle school, my mom had the Today Show on. So Mm. it was honestly just like another like morning person in my house. (laughs) Like the Today Show was always on. I was very much an Ann Curry girl. I loved Ann. Anybody with a spirit loved Anne. Yeah, I was very much an Anne stan in like sixth grade. But after she kind of got kicked off, that's when I started to question Matt Lauer. Mm. Because I thought she was perfect for the co-host role. Did Mm. they have the best chemistry? No, but I loved her. 
so, so I was like, get rid of Matt. He's been there for too long. And he sucked. Yeah. He was not a good interviewer even before. He was so pompous and cocky and like, oh, those compilations of him asking inappropriate questions and just being an asshole. Like that is a man that you can tell was just like, like his ego was out of control. You could just feel it. Yeah. And looking back um, before this episode, I watched like clips of Matt Lauer and I just never realized how much of a dick he was until now that I'm older and now I can get it. Yeah. You really have to think a man like that, that says stuff like that on camera, the stuff that he has said to women that he's interviewing. If he says that stuff on camera at like six in the morning. Yeah. Ooh. You know, like, fuck. That's a very good point. It's like 630 in the morning. (laughs) And you're like asking Anne Hathaway to open her legs. Like, girl, the sun is not even up. Like, what is going on? Oh, my God. So those are opinions. Everything from here on out is alleged. And it's a big mix of blind items. And of course, the allegations that have come out against him. Okay, cool. So the first blind I could find was in 2004. Which popular television host isn't so happily married? The charmer has carried on an affair with a young girl for several years, even during his wife's pregnancy, paying discreet visits after his workday is done. And to me, that everything about him didn't come out to like 2017. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be surprising considering how many episodes we've done of this at this point. But it's like, so who's covering up? Like, why was he so protected? Yeah, he's definitely one of those people that you know was just like super protected i feel like there was a lot of money riding on him not being found out and i'm sure he has a lot of stories and a lot of blackmail and a lot of people that he could bring down with him you know matt lauer was like very connected yeah he was like a cool person to be friends with like you know he ran in that kind of like andy cohen like cool new york celebrity circle you know i just feel like he had his hand in a lot of cookie jars i guess you could say for sure so we jumped to 2006 which handsome network anchor man was holding hands with his former girlfriend a model slash actress in toronto it wouldn't matter if he hadn't reconciled with his wife so it's just going to be all of that i could see already yeah so there are a lot of cheating rumors okay. <laughs> or blind items i should say makes sense What morning TV host is now living apart from his wife because she hired a private eye who bugged his car? The hidden microphone caught him having an affair with a lovely young reporter for a cable station. And I swear those two, TJ and Amy, the GMA, Mm -hmm. whose significant other hired that private investigator? The broad daylight photos of them just like gallivanting around You know, it's like very iconic and very like old school to me. Like it's like old school celebrity. Like, I don't know. It's a horrible scandal, but it's like cool to see like actual candid celebrity photos. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, they're, you know that they're not fake and that's cool, I guess. This feels like an early 2000s scandal for sure. Yeah, for sure. Even like late 2010s. Like I would say like it's giving uh, Kristen Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I like live for it. Which perfect husband was sleeping with a 19 year old while his celebrity wife was pregnant with their third child? Lord Jesus. 
So now we are in 2007. A tale's maybe coming down about a married anchor who may get unmarried because there's a lover around. And in a few blinds, you will find out who that lover allegedly is. And this next one is a Ted Casablanca. I can already see all of the crazy words. Buckle up. Buckle up. One primetime pissy blind vice. Trust doll pusses. Just because Star Jones Reynolds left network TV doesn't mean the once impeccably peopled, more polished outlets are without chest stabbing. Chutzpah powered pricks who need to trim their nose hairs, I mean. These places have gotten downright pedestrian, cable-esque, and catty. Take Terry Fairy Terrible, for instance. TFT of majorly questionable sexuality has been around in so many ways. And at first, Terry Sweetie was indeed working for a cable outlet. That was right before the only medium good-looking, at best, personality figured out how to sleep with the powerful players to get ahead. Despite having a long-suffering spouse at home, and isn't it interesting that as the higher Terry Fairy's media star seemed to rise, so too did really terrible state of affairs at home. Terry's social graces too seem to have gone the way of the teleprompter readers once happy picket fence scenes. Quote, you're so talented, Terry most insecurely oozed to a fellow and also successful boob tube performer at a recent gathering of Terrible's media colleagues. The co-workers knew some of the dig was coming and sure enough, it predictably did just as he was excusing himself from the fairy schmuck's vicinity. It's a shame to see your competition eating you for lunch. TFT got in just in the nick of socially unacceptable time. Ah, any wonder why Terry has no friends, not to mention any fam left? Will that cushy gig be next? Karma's a bitch, and it ain't Stone Phillips or Diane Sawyer. It is Matt Lauer from the Today Show, formerly NYC News. He just sounds like the fucking worst. He just sounds like a dick and a douchebag and the exact kind of guy that like represents what it means to like have me to be a thing. But he is he defines the man that gets me to honestly like he's the image. I completely agree. Which morning show presence likes to show it all off strutting around his gym's locker area while demanding that everyone takes a look? Apparently, he gets high ratings. And now we're in 2009. Which national TV news personality is getting a little too friendly with a colleague at work? At least one of these people is supposedly in a solid marriage, but neither can seem to resist the charms of their colleague, whose good-natured teasing just seems to hit the spot. Little gifts have been exchanged, and their affection for each other is obvious to everyone around them. This is more than a little worrisome for the show's producers, who don't want any controversy at work. And that is Matt and Natalie Morales. The Natalie Morales of it all. We jump to 2010. Which married broadcaster had better be careful? Word is getting out about his recent night at the Hyatt Regency in Greenwich with a woman who drives a black car with Vermont plates and college decals on the rear window. So that is the most specific blind I've read in a while. Like she's blonde haired, blue eyed. I know. So we jump to 2011. A popular married television personality who's also a chronic cheater had an affair a few weeks ago with a woman, also married with kids, who's now become his colleague. The colleague ran into his wife recently, and the wife decided they would have a little conversation. 
There were no pleasantries. The wife pretty much opened with, who do you have to fuck to get this new position? How many people have you fucked to get where you are now? The colleague obviously mortified as they, they're actually in a place crawling with parents and children, frequented by their own children, tried to be civil, tried to play down the hostilities. No, the wife wasn't interested in having a dignified discussion in public. She kept up her line of questioning about the colleague's career mobility with pointed questions about how much time she'd spent on her back to get where she is. The badgering continued and the wife was relentless until the colleague rushed away. The wife is now boasting about the incident to all the ladies in the circle and beyond, convinced that the reason the colleague is getting so much play on the network these days is because she's willing to give up so much play for executives the way she gave it up for her husband. This isn't the first time the wife has behaved aggressively. Her husband has pleaded with her to chill out when they're in public as it could affect his reputation like his constant dicking. Isn't the major contributor to that. Still, her target right now is his colleague and the colleague's reputation, and she seems to be willing, happily willing, to share with anyone who asks how this colleague is earning all of her jobs. Though I wonder if all the casting couching is enough since, you know, Julia Roberts didn't seem to be aware. And that again is Matt and Natalie. It's like, oh, so sorry, she's disgruntled. Right. Like Matt, <laughs> Matt's like, please don't confront people. She's like, please stop fucking everyone you work with. Yeah. Like it sucks that I have to run into people that you fuck. The drama behind morning shows might be more interesting to me than anything else in the entertainment business. It's amazing because they they're so they have to put up such like a plastic facade, you know, and like it's so like not human. Like it's if anything, it's like uncanny valley. It's like yeah. Those are almost human. And then when you find out that they're doing fuck shit like this, it's just fun. Who's your favorite like morning person, whether it's in the past or now or whatever? I liked Katie Couric. Yeah. I was a Katie girl. You know, being a 90s kid, like I just liked Katie Couric. I would say obviously Anne for me, but I also love Hoda. Oh, well, Hoda, Hoda and Kathy Lee have, (laughs) I mean, my whole, my heart has not been whole since. I miss them so, like, I can't put it into words how much I miss those two together. The chaos. I can't believe that that was a free thing that we could just watch. Like, what a blessing. Oh, my God. It'd be wasted by, like, the 930. <laughs> yeah, you know that if, if, if Kathy Lee's calling Hoda Hoda woman, yeah. she's drunk. Yeah. Oh, it was so good. So now we're in 2012. Don't believe for a second that all is well between these two male stars. In front of the camera, they're friendly colleagues. Behind the scenes, it's gotten very ugly. Star one privately refers to star two as the hair because he thinks that star two is good looking, but so freaking overrated. Meanwhile, star two, who's best known for playing a supporting role, is bragging to friends that he is very confident that he can have any job he wants, including Star One's job. He told several friends, please, anybody in a suit could do that. I could have that job today if I wanted it. Star One heard about Star Two's comments and is furious that Star Two would even think of undermining him. However, he's putting a backup plan into place. If he does get the boot, he wants to reteam with a past co-star with whom he has a great relationship, 
with and build a powerhouse to compete with Star 2. Meanwhile, the executives are loving the tension because it gives them some leverage in negotiating everybody's contracts. This should be good. So Star 1 being Matt Lauer, and he thinks he could bring Katie Couric back to the Today Show. So he said he was using that as leverage. And Star 2 being Ryan Seacrest. We literally cannot escape Ryan. And it makes sense that those two would hate each other. Absolutely. Another staff change at this newsy national television show. One of its presenters is out the door. In fact, she's so far out the door that she's going to a competitor network. Here's why. She had an affair with the show's big star. She expected that an affair would lead to a move up in the food chain, eventually leading to the seat next to his. And she was wrong. He's married, and she was just a fling. And there was already another mistress ahead of her coveting the same spot. She was so mad when she found out that she confronted him at work, which was a bad move. He holds a a lot of power at the network. Whoever he wants to stay stays, and whoever he wants to go goes. If you annoy him, you're shown the door. She annoyed him. Bye-bye. So the big star, of course, being Matt, the presenter being Amy Robach, and the mistress being Natalie. So I told my friend we were doing Matt Lauer because she works in PR and I know she's gotten people on the Today Show. And she said there were multiple female people that she represented that went on the show and he would kiss all of them directly on the lips. That's how he greeted them. I I, honestly, I'm not even surprised. Neither am I. When she said that, I was like, yeah, that sounds like fucking Matt Lauer. Yeah. If he would talk to them like that in front of the camera. Yeah. I can't even fathom. I can't even imagine, actually. Imagine that's like definition of a toxic work environment. Yeah. Like to just know. I mean, like, obviously, neither of us work there, but I'm like afraid to walk into his office. You know what I mean? Like, you just know. A successor has been chosen. Man 2, the same man who spurred the demise of the last co-host, has chosen a successor. Interestingly enough, it's woman three the competent candidate with whom he hasn't slept with yet. She's single, so you never know what may happen in the future. She will move into her new post as soon as her predecessor leaves. What happened to woman number four, the woman with whom he did have an affair? She's staying put. She's got a good job and she knows it. So that's Matt Lauer, Savannah Guthrie working alongside him, and um, Natalie Morales, of course, being woman number four. And we're now in 2013. This TV star used to think that he was oh so critical to the success of the TV show. They couldn't possibly succeed without him. He demanded top dollar, slept with practically every female who wanted to be a part of the show, and flexed his power by telling producers to fire anyone who he didn't think was up to the standards. When people started blaming him for the bad decisions that led to the show's decline, he initially asked producers to lie and say that he was not responsible for the changes. In fact, tell everyone that he fought against the changes. Yes, that's it. That's the story. He really wanted his colleagues to stay, and he even offered to step down to make that possible. He's a hero, not a villain. And, 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 oh, please. According to the staff at the show, the entire story is pure bullshit. They were trying to save their star, and they couldn't. And now the whole thing is such a mess They only have one option left. They're going to throw TV star himself under the bus. Yes, karma has come full circle and he's getting the boot. 
Although he does have a contract that runs through next year, producers are now getting their ducks in a row to push him out. They will be offering him money to walk away before his contract expires. While the buyout will be very expensive, it would be even more expensive to let him stay and watch ratings continue to decline. So they are going to bite the bullet and pay him the big bucks to go away sooner rather than later. They don't have a story yet to go with the departure, illness, family, other opportunities, but we're sure they will come up with some baloney excuse. Oh, one final thing. He doesn't know that this is happening yet. They will be meeting with him tomorrow. Yes, you know before he does. So he didn't actually leave the show till 2017, only after allegations came out. So we can debunk that blind. Right. It's just so weird to know how, like, when you go back and, like, I'm thinking about all of his appearances on Watch What Happens Live, and he's, like, supposed to be, like, a fun, chill guy, like, having a cocktail with Andy. And it's like, everybody knew all of this stuff about him. Yeah. That's what's so weird about Hollywood is when somebody gets canceled and all of a sudden everybody's like, oh, yes, we knew that he was like, everybody always knew that he was this guy. Always. Yeah, I was actually thinking that. And I mean, this is a fine time to have this discussion because I want to know your thoughts. Um, Ann Curry has come out and we're going to talk about it in a little bit where she's like, people did come to me and I did go to the executives and mm-hmm. all of a sudden I was off the show. But Katie Couric stands by the fact that she says she has no idea that Matt was doing any of this. What do you think of that? It's absurd. Yeah. Come on. This is a man who like, obviously like that blind said would pride himself on sleeping with like every female that he could in his work environment. Like, come on, girl. Come on. You don't just have a button under your desk to lock the door. Yeah. It's just, it's giving very like, well, he didn't do it to me. It's just like the morning show. (laughs) It's so scary. If you haven't watched the morning show on Apple TV, make sure you do. It's so good. The network has approved all three women and is willing to pay a huge price to lure one of them into the co-starring role. If the partnership works, the male star can stay. If it doesn't, the old male lead is out. The older female will stay. And she will then be paired with a new younger male lead. Oh, and will they have to cut the lead male's salary to make this happen? Yes. He's going to have to take hits to both his ego and his wallet for this strategy to work. This is going to be interesting. So it's a, it's of course the Today Show, the male lead being Matt Lauer, woman one, Meredith Vieira, two, Katie Couric, and three, Maria Shriver. And then it says bonus question. What will be the salary of the new female lead? And it's $25 million a year. So Meredith is the one who left, of course, to do Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Mm-hmm. Also a big Meredith fan. Yeah. Love me some Meredith. It's also like so insane that his cut would be like $10 million and he'd still be making like $64 million a year. <laughs> I know. It's an absolute joke. What attractive young production assistant was let go from a TV show because she attracted the attention of the married male host. Bosses did it to, quote, save him from himself. Oh, that is, (laughs) oh my God. Can you imagine? To save him from himself. We have to let you go because your boss can't help but try and fuck gorgeous women. 
you imagine? That's, it's just such a boys club. Yeah. Most affairs just end marriages. Some like Meg Ryan's end careers. This affair has the potential to end two careers and one of them is not even involved in the affair, but the two work so closely that no one would be able to figure out which one they were not trying to hire. So it says, apparently the affair is red hot. And that's Matt Lauer and Natalie Morales. And it's kind of just saying that Savannah Guthrie would also get the boot just for sitting next to Matt Lauer. Just for being a woman. Just for being a woman. Because that, that's what he likes. This married celebrity chef who has been in this space before for her frequent affairs vowed that she would stop cheating on her husband. But over the past weeks has grown increasingly bold with this A-list talk show host who is also married, but has never let a vow stand in his way. And that, of course, is Matt Lauer and the iconic Gianna Delorentis, who <laughs> likes to fuck. And if you guys want an episode on her, it is on our Patreon. And Troy made me laugh the whole way through. (laughs) So we are now in 2014. This television talk show host likes to show the world that he has the perfect marriage in life, but he rarely sleeps at home at night any longer and has quietly been hooking up with a woman who used to be an employee on the show and now seems to do nothing but wait for our talk show host to visit. Honestly, he's. Jimmy Fallon, I will say there's been like nothing about him other than he allegedly cheats and allegedly parties too hard. But it's mm-hmm. get, Matt Lauer is giving me like morning time Jimmy Fallon vibes. Yeah, very much. Very much that. Like where Jimmy is like a little boozy and like asking if you want a bump of Coke at night. You know what I mean? Like Matt's is like the daytime, like literally the morning version. Right. While this married A-list talk show host was out gathering phone numbers of women, his wife was talking to a man. The husband saw this and came over and dragged her into a corner of the room and started yelling at her until she cried. What a lovely guy. This married A-list talk show host was at the White House Correspondents' Dinner last night, but he spent the entire day in a hotel room with his mistress. He made his wife stay home. So a lot of things about Matt Lauer, which we'll get into in 2017, is he did a lot of his stuff when he was traveling, when he was on location with like less production and less networky people around. That makes complete sense. You can't set in motion a series of events that will have this married A-list talk show host longtime hookup be shown the door and not expect to have something happen especially after the talk show host just signed a huge deal. Who do you think is going to win that battle? It is a surprising amount of loyalty, but after being burned by the college student, he's decided to stick with what he knows, except for his wife, of course. And that is, of course, Matt and Natalie Morales. I never had any thoughts about Natalie Morales until I was playing Blind And like, obviously this is all alleged, but like, it's just weird to think of the places where there's a casting couch that you just don't go there in your mind. You know, like you're not up at five 30 in the morning thinking about who had to like sleep with who or whatever on like a a morning show. For sure. And if you think about it, like news is so male ran Mm -hmm. that it's like, unfortunately, of course, like 
they wouldn't even let women on air until like, you know? Right. Absolutely. And you, I mean, yeah, it's the most sexist. It's, I still believe one of the most sexist industries. Like you look at somebody like Barbara Walters, who just like, People don't even, I mean, she's the queen of, of talk show, the queen of news, and nobody even like talks about her. Like being a female in that industry just seems like a nightmare, to be honest. You get no right. crazy. You get treated like shit. You have men like Matt Lauer probably swarming you. Oh. And even Barbara Walters, then she went to The View. And I feel like people said she sold out doing that. And it was like a trashy show and she kind of mm-hmm. lost credit. Yeah. And then, of course, the the view. I mean, if we're being honest, you know, the view is my show. Yeah, I know. the view is my morning show. The view is what I grew up with, for sure. We should definitely do some the view episodes. Mine was Regis and Kelly, but I'm too scared of Kelly Ripa. Mm. <laughs> As we should be. The wife of this A plus list talk show host spent a week in a mental hospital this past summer after her husband was caught by a caretaker of their vacation home having sex with a woman in their bed. So there were a lot of blinds like this. Um, Troy and I try and stay away from blind items like this just because we feel like kind of gross about it. But this one, there were articles about it saying she did have to check herself in to seek Mm. treatment. But allegedly that is why. Okay. Makes sense. Now we jump to 2015. Just because there was some offspring present doesn't mean that this A-list talk show host didn't cheat on his wife this past weekend. If anything, he was even more crazy than normal. And that is Matt taking his son to the Super Bowl and I guess fucking a bunch of people partying at the Super Bowl. The constant affair and everything that goes with it is finally causing too much trouble for the national television morning host. So producers are risking his anger by moving out his mistress and hope he can find someone else to hook up with that does not cause as much tension. So that's Matt, of course, with Natalie again, allegedly. Imagine being so powerful that the network you work for, your job, any job that you work for, orchestrates everything around how you like, how often you like to fuck. And if it's appropriate or not. Like, what the fuck? Instead of firing him, who's causing all the issues, they're like, sorry, Natalie. Sorry, Savannah. Sorry, yeah. Anne. We're going to fire women. And also, like, girls that he might want to fuck, because we just never know. Because we're doing it for his best interest. Like, I'm sorry, but that's a man that has blackmail over people. That's a man that sits in, like, a meeting and threatens people with exposing them. Because they also are doing fuck shit. Right. You can't have that kind of leverage unless you, you know what I mean? And I feel like since this all happened, there has been that gray cloud over today's show. I agree. And everyone to GMA and now everyone's like, what the fuck do we do? Yeah, I know. It's never been the same. This A-list morning host usually cheats on his wife with others in his field and daughters of friends. He made an exception this week, though, when he was hitting on this B-list singer hard, really hard. Are you guys prepared for this? That was Matt Lauer hitting on Charlie XCX during her Today Show appearance. I mean, yeah, I, I, I mean, we've said this before. I've said it a million times. I feel like especially the pop girls, like the pop music girlies and like the young ingenue, like CW kind of girls. I feel like when those people come around somebody like Matt Lauer, they assume 
Like you literally exist for me to have sex with you. Yeah. There's like no place safe for young pop stars. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like in his mind, it's like you've been groomed to know what to do when you come around somebody like me. Like Mm -hmm. in his mind, it's like, I can just have you. That's what I really honestly feel. We're now in 2016. While here in LA over the weekend, this A-list daytime talk show host cheated on his wife with a low-level staffer at InStyle. And I hate that they had to throw like low-level staffer, but maybe it's a way of them trying to show just his power, how he, how he yeah, uses his power. For sure. Things are getting serious between this foreign-born B-plus list, mostly television actress on a new hit network show and that married daytime talk show host. And that's Matt Lauer and allegedly Priyanka Chopra. Like, what? I cannot predict the names that are popping up. This is wild. This married longtime A-list morning talk show host is tired of his employer trying to decide which employees he can and can't sleep with, so wants to move to a more relaxed environment to cheat in peace. The thing is, though, none of those places are going to pay him what he earns now. So maybe he should be faithful or not have sex with employees of the company where he works. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's an option. And I'm sorry, but it's just like, that's such a flex of power. Like you are so wealthy. You can, you, you can have sex with anyone. And Matt Lauer was like, he's an attractive guy. Like it's not like he's Harvey Weinstein. Mm -hmm. You are choosing to shit where you fucking sleep on purpose. Like you're just. It's just a a power, like a power thing, you know? Apparently, this lead morning host had a bone to pick and threw his weight around to get his coworker suspended. I wonder if the coworker will start talking about the lead's host cheating. And that is Matt Lauer and Billy Bush. (laughs) Like a mad lib over here. Literally. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soaps or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with internet's best converting checkouts. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Shopify powers 10% off all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash blinds, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash blinds now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash blinds. So now we're getting into 2017 and this is where all the trigger warning stuff is. This is when he was exposed and um, I'm going to be reading stuff 
from a Variety article titled Matt Lauer Accused of Sexual Harassment by Multiple Women. Of course, I didn't take the whole article. These are just bullet points from it. But if you want to read it, it is a Variety article. So these are some bullet points that I took. Matt Lauer once gave a colleague a sex toy as a present. It included an explicit note about how he wanted to use it on her, which left her mortified. On another day, he summoned a different female employee to his office and then dropped his pants, showing his penis. After the employee declined to do anything, visibly shaken, he reprimanded her for not engaging in a sexual act. He would sometimes quiz female producers about who they'd sleep with, offering to trade names. And he also, this like really fucking bothered me. I mean, all of it's really troublesome, but he also loved to play fuck, marry, kill with his coworkers and tell his coworkers the answer. Several women told Variety they complained to executives at the network about Lauer's behavior, which fell on deaf ears given the lucrative advertising surrounding the Today Show and NBC did decline to comment. Insiders say that NBC was forced to act quickly after the week's complaint, given the severity of the accusations in the national dialogue around sexual harassment. So basically the only reason he was exposed is because the Me Too movement, which is incredible, to, but it also kind of sucks that it took that for him to be exposed. His office was in a secluded place and he had a button under his desk that allowed him to lock the door from the inside without getting up. Quote, there's such shame with Matt Lauer not liking you, a former employee added. An unnamed reporter told Variety, management sucks there. They protect the shit out of Matt Lauer. And that's just from Variety. Um, We also have something from New York Times. In one instance, an unnamed former staff member said that Lauer summoned her into his office to discuss a story and then locked the door from his desk before beginning to have sex with her. At some point, she passed out and woke up on the floor, after which Lauer had his assistant take her to a nurse. Yeah. So those are just like the big, big allegations. Uh, Of course, all allegations should be taken seriously. The other ones were more him saying really gross things to people Mm -hmm. and not acting on it, I guess. But still, like, either way, it's disgusting. Yeah, I know that we talked about this recently. I don't remember what episode. It must have been Trey Songs. Just, like, like the people around someone like this that orchestrate all of it. You know, those are the people that you really just have to wonder, like, God, how do you sleep at night? You know? Because... You're just doing your job. And it's like, if you're a person who's just like excited to be working at NBC and like you're out of college and, you know, this is like your first big time job and you're being asked as like an assistant to nurse women who have been raped in the most powerful person's office. Like it's toxic in a way that I, can't, I don't even know if I have like the words. No. And after they get the face, they don't care about the behind the scenes. Yeah. Because Matt Lauer is gone, but those producers are still there. It reminds me of in the Playboy documentary, they talked about like all the staff members that would have to like, you know, get women who had been like raped and put them in cars and get them home and make sure that they don't go to the hospital. Like there's a whole, you know, 
I don't even know, like a whole ecosystem, like a, a like a whole ecosystem of people that exist just to make sure this one powerful person doesn't get in trouble for abusing women. Like, it's just crazy. So Matt, after all of this came out, he read something on air and this is his statement. And I can't believe they actually allowed him to say this. He said, there are no words to express my sorrow and regret for the pain I've caused others by words and actions to the people I have hurt. I am truly sorry. As I'm writing this, I realize the depth of the damage and disappointment I have left behind at home and at NBC. Some of what's being said about me is untrue or mischaracterized, but there's enough truth in these stories to make me feel embarrassed and ashamed. I regret that my shame is now shared by the people I cherish daily. Repairing the damage will take a lot of time and soul searching, and I'm committed to beginning that effort. It's now my full-time job. The last two days have forced me to take a very hard look at my own troubling flaws. It's been humbling. I'm blessed to be surrounded by people I love. I thank them for their patience and grace. I cannot believe that he was allowed to say some of what's being said about me is untrue or mischaracterized, but there's enough truth to make me feel embarrassed. Are you fucking kidding? It's the apology of a true narcissist. Oh, my God. God. And then at the end to be like, I thank everybody for being patient with me. It's like, uh, what? <laughs> like being patient. And again, I know that he can't say certain things because it's an ongoing investigation or whatever, but there are better ways to say, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is wild. This is like, I'm sorry I got caught. But I still I don't, don't think I did anything that bad. Yeah. And I'm saying sorry because you guys want it so bad. And, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for the people around me being patient while I deal with this little moment. Like, oh, God. Hey, morning talk show host guy. Yeah, you. The one who cheats on your wife constantly with coworkers and interns and random teenagers you meet through nannies that you have befriended. Perhaps you might want to not throw coworkers who won't sleep with you under the bus. There are enough people around the office who she can get to toss you into the bus for days and weeks on end. And that is Matt and Megan Kelly. And of course, these blinds are from before um, he was exposed. Yeah. This A-list television personality might want to watch his step. Since he's an established bully, among other things, trying to badger others on TV might not be the best choice right now. There's one person in particular who's waiting for an opening reveal all about him, which will probably open floodgates for others. So that's Matt Lauer and possibly Ann Curry. When seen out in public, this former A-list talk show host seems contrite and regretful. Still pretends he is happily married. So we should just forget about that blonde college student who has been crashing at his place for the past week. Do you remember his paparazzi pictures that came out after this? Oh, yes. With his hat. And he made sure he was always with his family looking so sad. Yeah. And his like Eddie Bauer shirts. <laughs> Fucking. Yeah. So we're now in 2018. So, you know, that disgraced serial cheating talk show host who got fired. Yeah, that one. The one who loves himself and thinks he can get another job soon. Anyway. That co-star of his he had a long-term affair with? Yeah, well, 
What if I told you that the affair started two years earlier than previously thought? Why is that so significant? Well, because that means six months after they started hooking up, she got a big promotion and not the standard line of they started hooking up when she got the promotion. It also means she knew what was going on and the upper echelon all knew what was going on. And that's Matt and Natalie Morales again. And I don't know if I can, you know, if, if Natalie saw things and didn't speak out against them, that's really shitty. Same with Katie Couric, same with any, anyone, anyone, not just the women on the, yeah. um, you know, Al Roker, anyone. But if you have to do that for your job, you shouldn't have to. I don't know. Right. I don't give, I don't, I don't make her evil for like sleeping with someone to get a job. Am I making sense? Well, it's the culture. Yeah. It's the culture that they have set up. Obviously, it's like he was there for so many years. Like there's a system in place. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not to say that it's okay, but it just is what it is, you know? Yeah. I guess I'm not vilifying her for sleeping with Matt Lauer. That's what right. I was trying to say. <laughs> no, I get what you mean. That former talk show host is back in the news today. As you may have heard, he's been planning his comeback and shopping around an idea for a new show. What you've probably not heard yet is that the guest would include not just that other more famous former talk show host and the comedian with the unreleased movie, but also two disgraced but still working octogenarian directors. Apparently no one is unredeemable in his mind. I'm thinking that the actual time to his comeback can probably be measured in minutes associated with that frequent guest on his show. This is a lot. So the former talk show host being Charlie Rose, the more famous talk show host being Matt, the comedian being Louis C.K. Is this real? Being Louis C.K. And the director being Woody Allen. Is this real? They were trying to make it real. Is this a joke? <laughs> I don't know. Oh my God. It's like, I don't even know. I'm, I'm actually speechless. I don't even know what to say. This former A plus list host is going all in to show support for her old slash maybe new again network and her old co-star because the network is dangling that huge carrot in front of her. She always kind of looks after herself first, which is why none of her most recent gigs worked out. So that's Katie trying to go back to NBC. And apparently she was sticking up for Matt Lauer which I don't remember her saying anything other than she didn't really know what was going on. I don't remember her like standing up for Matt. Yeah. I don't remember either way, like whether she did or didn't. I just remember that time being very embarrassing for her. Yeah. Like all of just the consecutively failed attempts at like, like I I really think she overshot how much she thought people like liked her. I agree. (laughs) I think she's more likable now than she was. Even five years ago. Oh, I agree. I totally agree with that. I feel like during this time, she was still banking on like, I don't know, like her Sarah Palin moments. And like she I feel like she thought she had more power, you know, for all of her years on TV or more like lore or whatever to get people to watch her. But nobody wanted to watch that fucking show. No. And I would say I know we don't love Diane Sawyer for how she interviewed certain people but i would say like katie thought she was going to be the next diane or next barbara and she just kind of never got there one thousand percent i don't know i just never felt like katie had that because i i the one i may not have been like a real big morning show connoisseur but i loved me like a 2020 
you know, 8 p.m. celebrity sit down, tell all we're going to their house kind of moment. And even though she's an evil monster, there's a reason Diane Sawyer was always the one that did those because she was so good at it, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, Katie was just kind of like a nice gal. Like, you You know? know, I almost think Katie Kirk's issue was she was too relatable to people. Mm -hmm. Whereas, like, Diane Sawyer would tell me I'm stupid. She's like a fembot, like a... Yeah, like she's meant to be doing that. Yeah, whereas Katie would be like, you're not dumb. You're just not as smart as everybody, but we still love you. Yeah, Diane Sawyer doesn't have like human emotions. Like she can watch <laughs> a young starlet hysterically crying and she like doesn't care. There's talk that this network is working on a deal to bring back this disgraced employee, not to his old job, but to something new and have been meeting with him about it. That would be a horrible decision. And that was Matt taking meetings with NBC. I'm actually shocked he hasn't made some kind of comeback. I know that sounds so gross, but usually after five years, people forget. Oh, yeah. I agree. I guess he's just like, he's so wealthy. Yeah. And just probably hire escorts. And and people felt betrayed by him because he seemed like such a great, like, all-American dad yeah. on Today's Show. Mm-hmm. <laughs> This network thinks it can handle any pushback against the hiring of this disgraced morning news guy. Apparently, he discovered who's tipping off some reporters over the years about the host's harassment. That person, also a celebrity, is being forced out of his longtime job as payback from executives who think the host is a good guy who has been given an unfair shake. Uh Uh-huh. I'm guessing one of those executives is one who once said he loved intern season because it was nonstop sex all summer. So that's Matt Lauer and Bob Costas. And how fucking disgusting is that last sentence? God. And being a page is such a big deal. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's really sad, you know, because like you can put yourself in the mindset of a person who's like, you know, this is like a big, like a big break. For me, like I'm a young person out of college, like working. I can tell my family I work for NBC. Right. You're like 21 or 22. And then you get there and it's this. It's you helping young people and and women get fucking nurses. Because it's just like crazy. This is a radar online quote. Serial philanderer Matt Lauer was caught out cheating with a Today Show co-star by his wife, sources say. RadarOnline.com has learned exclusively that the disgraced anchor enjoyed steamy bedroom romps with one of his fellow NBC correspondents. In the ultimate betrayal to his spouse, multiple sources confirm Matt even carried on the relationship with the leggy beauty and award-winning household name familiar to millions across the nation after his divorce. Quote, Matt's first wife, Nancy, found out about him and the other women when he was working on a different show in the 80s, snitched a source. Nancy was stunned, especially because they were all friends at the time. According to insiders, Nancy, an Emmy-nominated TV writer and producer herself, told pals that she suspected Matt was cheating with other women as well. But her horndog husband did little to hide his tawdry affair. Their relationship was an open secret among all their friends and colleagues, the sources add. Nancy filed for divorce after six years of marriage in 1988, and Matt continued seeing his former mistress, who also ended up working at NBC alongside him. Although monstrous Matt remarried, his sleazy ways never stopped. As Radar has reported, Matt's cheating haunted his marriage to second wife, former model Annette Roque, 
with whom he is children Jack 17, Romy 14, and Thysis 11. Ironically, Matt went crawling back to his first wife, Nancy, after his career came crashing down. I'm very friendly with Matt, she confirmed to Radar in an exclusive interview. I hope he'll get his career back on track, but it won't be for a long time. And that is Jill Rappaport co-hosting Made in New York on the station, now WNYW, after Fox's 1985 purchase of the station. <laughs> like, what? I know. Like, what? So this has been going on since the 80s? This is crazy. Two things. This network anchor wants to not only keep her job or get the top job at the network, but she's also fighting to keep out the supposedly returning fallen one. Where does she get her information to get what she wants on both fronts? All the deep digs her former bosses did on all the higher up air talent at networks. They know everything about everyone on air, including their own. So that is Megyn Kelly getting all her information from Matt Lauer. And that's how Megyn Kelly is moving up the ladder because she knows everything about everyone. I mean, I guess the cutthroat nature of it all makes sense when you think about the amount of money that these people are being paid. And it's a cushy job. It's like a guaranteed job. You sit there every day. It's a reoccurring paycheck. It's exposure to millions of people every single day. You know what I mean? Like, it really is such a coveted thing to be on, like, a successful morning show, you know? Yeah, and people, the thing about morning shows is people see you every single day. Like, mm-hmm. you're not really forgettable. Yeah. Yeah, I remember when, when Whoopi took her job at The View, people were like, why are you taking a job at The Fucking View? You're Whoopi Goldberg. And she was like, it's a job that you do. It's an everyday job. Like, as an actor, you don't get to do that. You work, and it's basically a nine to five. And it's such a different relationship. I think, maybe it's older people, but like I said, I used to watch Regis and Kelly growing up. And it's like, mm-hmm. these people are in our homes every day. These yeah. people, we laugh with them at 9 a.m. Things yes. like that. Trust. Yeah. This disgraced television host thinks current events at his former network are going to be the catalyst to allow him to return. The powers that be do want him back. Why? Like, what? Like, you guys are finally slaying this beast, kind of? Like, what the fuck? This disgraced morning guy keeps putting out feelers with the public, aided by the place who fired him to try and get him back his old job. Is Matt Lauer fucking worth it? Are we missing something? Is he like the most best host ever? What the fuck? He's not even like that good of an interviewer. Like, it's not even like he's such a revolutionary, incredible interviewer. He constantly drops the ball. It's funny. I thought he was someone who you could put anyone next to him and they'd be great because he's so bland. Yeah. He's like, he's like the the human version of like khaki. (laughs) But he is like the human equivalent of like a pleated khaki pant to me. (laughs) We're now in 2019. This is an article from Refinery29 and just trigger warning before I read it. We now know the anonymous complaint cited by the New York Times back in 2017 that ultimately prompted Lauer's dismissal belonged to former NBC colleague Brooke Nevels. In Catch and Kill, Farrell reports Nevels' allegations that Lauer annually raped her in his hotel room while the two were covering the 2014 Sochi Olympics. The book also contains new accusations against the disgraced broadcaster, including one former producer, Melissa Lahner, 
who alleges Lauer exposed himself to her during a company party. Matt's rep did respond to his book, and it says, quote, in 25 years at NBC, Matt Lauer did not have a single complaint brought to his attention until November of 2017. NBC has already stated this for the record after an internal investigation. Lauer's lawyer, Libby Locke, told Refinery29 in a statement, Ronan Farrell continues his attempt to monetize the Me Too movement using salacious allegations as promotional trinkets to sell his book. Matt never exposed himself to anyone. This ridiculous story has been shopped around for years. Many, many allegations that are being circulated were never raised during any fact-checking processes. And despite repeated requests for an advanced copy of his book, we have not been provided one, while many media outlets have. Matt will have more to say at an appropriate time, but he will not take part in the marketing circus for this book. I don't even have the words. This is insanity. I want to get Ronan Farrow's book, though. Fuck Matt Lauer, man. God, I forgot how much of, like, I, like, forgot. Honestly, I just, like, put it out of my mind how much of a douche he was. He continues to monetize the Me Too movement. Like, and You mean also, he's putting, like, faces to people who are terrible fucking humans? Yeah. This idea also in, his, in that statement that, like, these rumors have been happening for years. Like, it's always, it's like people who don't rape people don't have rumors like that. If you have rape rumors following you around for years, that's not usually something that just comes out of thin air. Like, that's a wild thing to say in a statement to me. Yet NBC is allegedly still like, no, but he can come back. Yeah, it's insane. This network was looking for any excuse to push this anchor for several of their shows out the door. They're convinced she was one of the main leakers of stories about the disgraced morning guy she used to share a bed with together while both were married to other people. NBC, Matt Lauer, and Natalie Morales. Honestly, if she was a main leaker, good for her. Yeah, I agree. This disgraced news anchor is this close to returning to your television set and probably on his old network. And uh, it says Matt Lauer showed his face at former Today Show producer Jeff Zucker's birthday bash. So it's like, how bad is it really for Matt Lauer if he can still party with the producers who protected him? Oh, you know that the behind the scenes are just like, we're so sorry. Like, this sucks. It's all a technicality. Thank God it wasn't us, though. Exactly. Please don't tell on us. Thank you. After two years in development, what would have been an incredible tell-all limited series about the fired longtime morning guy and all of his affairs and the gossip about those around him is now on hold. When the loudest voice slash Roger Ailey's thing bombed, it made this pay cable channel slash competing network to the fired anchor take a step back. So apparently Matt Lauer was going to have a um, Showtime series. Well, Showtime was going to make a series based about him, but it was never picked up. Apparently, Lifetime was looking to pick it up, but I think we can just say the morning show kind of did it. Lifetime. Could you imagine? Lifetime, stay away from this one, please. (laughs) (laughs) The former immediate boss of the rapist news anchor keeps ditching reporters, even though he has a zillion reporters who work for him now. He knows there are no answers that will not make him look even worse than it seems. And that's Jeff Sucker and Matt Lauer. 
This media company continues every day to stick up for the disgraced news anchor. And that's Mediate with Matt Lauer. And it says, after meeting with Matt Lauer, he has a compelling story. But is there a fair place to tell it? No, there's no fucking fair place because there's no story other than he's a fucking dick. He is a compelling. That means that they came up with some amazing, like, tall tale. It's going to be like, he was was abused as a child. You wouldn't believe. Shut the fuck up. Yes, very that. that. You know that that's what it would be. He saw violence in the home and, well. Well, he became a terror on set because of it. Shut the f- oh. <laughs> a safe place. Are you fucking kidding? That's insane. The PR people of this disgraced news anchor are sending out woe is me articles to be written about the former anchor. Meanwhile, he has been hooking up with a not even old enough to drink porn star. I remember when those articles started to come out because he would say things like, you know, it's really hard for it's a it's hard to see someone else in the morning seat. Yeah. I'm sure it is Matt. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Oh my god, just white manning about. So now we're in 2020. The disgraced former news anchor wants to make it seem as if he's dating someone appropriate. So the former intern he hooks up with all the time has to stay in the shadows. And she is not happy about it. So apparently Matt was dating Shaman Abbas, who is a marketing guru. His divorce was finalized in 2019, too. So he's no longer allegedly cheating. He's just, oh, no, he is. That line literally says he's still. (laughs) Sorry, guys. The disgraced producer got a platform to spew an unquestioned version of events because he is besties with the president of a cable channel. The same president who, in his old job, used to have the back of the disgraced news anchor. And that's Harvey Weinstein, Jeff Zucker, and Matt Lauer. Have you ever heard of Jeff Zucker before this episode? Yes. I feel like we need to really look into Jeff Zucker. We should. Yes. There's a lot going on there. So this blind is really short. This disgraced talk show host is seriously being considered for a new hosting gig. And again, that's Matt Lauer. Um, So in 2020, Ann Curry finally broke her silence on everything. I know she wrote her book a few, maybe like 2017 or 2018 that came out. But this is from etonline.com. Curry says she told management that, quote, they needed to keep an eye on him and how he deals with women after a colleague confided in her about his alleged inappropriate behavior. At the time, Curry kept details at a minimum in effort to protect the identity of the woman who approached her. Though Curry knows she did the right thing, holding the woman's identity and full story back, she admits it was tough to not do more. Quote, there's been more than one woman who's come to me about Matt Lauer. I hope they've come to me because they know that I'll be empathetic and compassionate. I'm a right and wrong kind of girl. I'm happy to be their friend. This is a deep level of suffering from what I've learned. They're dealing with trauma that threatens to be lifelong. And then there was some kind of follow-up where someone was like, well, are you happy he got what was coming to him type of thing? And Anne was like, this isn't reason for celebration. That was her only answer. And I give her so much credit for that because I'd be like, yes, I'm very fucking happy. I would have been so petty. God, I would have been so petty. And she was, she was so 
she handled that whole thing with so much grace. Like even when she left the show. Yeah. And they fucked her. Oh, that was so sad. Mm -hmm. So now we are in 2021. Great news for all the sexual harassers at the cable news network and also another handful of news channels. You will continue to be protected by the world's leaders at protecting predators and his employee. Hell, at this point, he will probably hire the former morning guy and let him choose from his pick of interns. Sorry to all the victims who thought they would be safe at some point this year. This is like really wild. It's just so layered. It is very layered. And it just kind of shows like, I don't know, like the systems in place to protect people and like people that you would never expect. You know, you look at somebody like Natalie and you wouldn't think like that she's I don't know, like you just the people that are that exist to kind of keep this whole system in motion, like the way that things work, the toxic work environment, you know, it's just wild. And this is the final blind item. This news anchor who made her fame in the morning knew what her co-star was up to with women because all the women were talking. She just doesn't want to be blamed for not speaking up. So pretends everything was rainbows and unicorns. So that is Katie, of course, saying she has no relationship with Matt Lauer. And even when they were on the show, they didn't really have one. I don't think it's fair just to blame Katie. It it sucks that nobody other than uh, apparently Anne really stood up against him. Yeah. And look what it got her. Right. Now she has no career. It ruined her. Yeah. And like they gave her the most humiliating send off. Yeah. I don't know. Just with all the context of everything that he's done and her like having her have to sit there and say goodbye, knowing what he is like, she's sitting next to a pred- a sexual predator who has raped women in that very office. And like, Oh, it's just, it's, it just makes your blood boil. And she looks like the bad one. Yeah. And he's yeah, consoling I- her and patting on her back and shit, like a fake asshole. Yeah. I feel like this episode has filled me with so much rage that I haven't felt in like a while. Yeah, it's been a long time. I just forgot, honestly. I just put him out of my mind and I forgot about a lot of this stuff. And I think that's why it's important why we cover stuff like this, because we do only have a certain amount of like memory space and we're inundated with so much news every day. Yeah. It's like, oh, right. Matt Lauer is still a piece of shit and we should not have him on our screen. Yeah. And NBC more than dropped the ball when it came to him. Like they showed who they are, you know, these networks, like when they show you who they are, you have to believe them. And they showed like what they stand for with that. You know, they've been protecting him for 30, 40 fucking years, whatever. And they went out of their way to protect him so that he could fucking rape women in the office. I do want to say really quickly, I forgot to add it in the notes. Not that this makes it any better. If anything, it makes it worse. But they said every higher up, like talent wise, has that lock button under their desk. I don't know if I believe that, but also what the fuck? I do remember hearing them say that because they were like, no, that's out of context. It's like, oh, the one thing that's out of context is like the button. And who cares if they all have it the way that you're using it? He used it to rape people who gives a that's like saying, oh, no, we all have locked doors. Who cares? That's true. Yeah. It's what's going on behind the locked door. Like, what a weird thing to try and hang on to. So, yeah, I mean, how we always end the episode is that loud. This might be a rotted episode, honestly. Yeah, I think that this is just fully, this is a, this is rotted. 
he gets added to the Rotted series. And I know some people will be like, why is this public? And kind of with the Trey songs, we got a lot of questions about it. If it's public court stuff, I think it's okay to put out publicly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was what Radar Online, Refinery29, like that shit's all out there. Variety, New York Times. So guys, thank you for listening. I know that this has been two heavy weeks in a row. Next week, we'll try and lighten it up. We want to say thank you. We ended up um, topping the charts for entertainment news podcasts, which is fucking crazy. We appreciate you guys so much. And just a heads up, we are taking the week of Christmas off. I hope you can forgive us. (laughs) (laughs) But it doesn't change how much we love you. Yes, please make sure to rate, subscribe, all that fun stuff. And we will talk to you next week. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.